It's Munich, it's October, and for the real estate industry, that means Expo Real. While less attended than in previous years, conversations were just as intense with questions around the future of the workplace, how the real estate industry tackles the sustainability challenge, and how crucial technology will be for the sector, and how alternative, alternative sectors really are. I'm Russell Handy, your host, and I'm joined by Martina Williams, Head of Work Dynamics for Germany and the Central and Eastern European region. How's your expo been so far? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it's so great to see people coming back and after these two years almost of lockdown and not having seen anyone, socializing, talking about the industry and also seeing all the changes going on with startups in the tech space, the ESG topic. Um, so there are new topics on the rise, which is uh, uh, great to see. As employees return to the workplace, what are companies most concerned about right now? What are you hearing? Mm -hmm. There are actually a couple of topics um, which uh, are at the top of the mind of corporate occupiers. So one of which is for sure the health and well-being, right? Um, the other one is about um, how to use the office space when we return to the office. Um, but it's also how can we create the energy, the right level of energy in the, with the employees? And what role does technology play within all that? So that's, I think, are all, uh, let's say, the overall topic. If you go maybe a, a step deeper, if you look at health and well-being, for example, while COVID is still on, um, occupiers really try to find the right balance between uh, how much stuff should come on site, how to create collaboration, how to create the energy you want to have, how to run innovation, boost innovation in your company, while at the same time, obviously, still COVID on, you want to ensure their health, you want to ensure they are safe. So what's the right balance and how do you orchestrate this as an organization? And what role does the workplace play and the, the space play in all of that? Yeah. And, and yeah, that kind of brings me to my next question, actually, Martina, the, the relationship specifically between occupiers and landlords. Mm -hmm. How is that evolving? Mm -hmm. So actually, a very good question, actually. So what we are seeing is that there are continuous dialogues also during the time of COVID between um, the occupiers and the landlords. And um, I think it's about at the beginning, it was all about um, how to secure space. It was a bit of a stop for a moment in the industry. But now the discussion have shifted into uh, how sustainable does the uh, building need to be in the space need to be in future, right? What kind of space needs to be provided to accommodate uh, the future of work in the spaces? Talk about collaboration space, uh, talk about um, a space uh, fostering well-being of the staff and the employees. Um, I mean, let's not forget uh, that all the companies are in a high level of competition for the best workforce. And if you as an organization, if your space can make an impact in that competition, you are at the front foot. And that's, I think, the dialogues we are seeing to arise at the moment. Great. Thanks, Martina. And, and if you think right now about work and the way we're all working, are we going to return to sort of the old ways of the past? Or, mm -hmm. or do you think we're kind of looking at something here that could be more of a permanent shift? Mm -hmm. 
For me, it's certainly a permanent shift, right? I mean, we have experienced it now for two years almost, right? That there is a different way of working possible, technically possible. Of course, we are social animals, thanks God. Uh, so we, we like to, to meet and greet people. But ca what does it mean to the space? I, I mentioned it before. I think on the one hand, um, there's different types of spaces you want to see, like collaboration space. Um, um, but also you would uh, find that the entire industry is shifting to become more flexible and agile. So the rise of the flex space, the, um, let's say when you talk about lengths of leases, also here you look at shorter lease terms, uh, creating flexibility. You see landlords creating um, flex space in their own building to provide a choice and option to the occupier. So while they lease out uh, proper space um, uh, for, for long-term lease, or for, sorry, mid-term leases uh, to the occupiers, at the same time, they can provide some flexibility around this in having sometimes even a white-labeled flex offering in their investor building. And Martina, something else I wanted to ask you about. We're seeing companies embark on pilot programs to try new ways of working. How can companies really transform their portfolios to create long-term financial and social value? Very good question. I think um, coming back to the keyword you just mentioned, transformation. When you look at the uh, occupier landscape, many companies are rethinking their business. And they are in a transformation period for the business. And with that, it comes that their entire corporate real estate footprint is not fit for purpose at the moment, right? So if you think about, for example, in the production or logistics space, changing supply chain, that has impact uh, to uh, where your portfolio should reside. If you think about about um, your future clients, markets you want to go into, yeah, that has an uh, impact on the portfolio you want to uh, occupy. And obviously, um, this transformation needs a new way of thinking. Um, you need to look at your portfolio. You very often shrink in some markets and re-establish in other markets. So, for example, the German corporates for many years, they went into Asia, right? So, and obviously, Asia is absolutely target market for many aspects. So, there was a shift in... Uh, bringing a space or bringing occupiers and business into the Asian market. Now, after COVID and some other, let's say, impacts in the supply chain, companies are rethinking and reshifting some of their production back to Europe or even Germany to have a more resilient, uh, uh, um, uh, let's say, portfolio. And I think resilience is for me, uh, after transformation, the second uh, keyword in here, how to create a resilient portfolio where on the one hand you can uh, rely on, which is close to your customer and markets, which uh, on the other hand uh, also supports your supply chain needs, at the same time gets you ready for the key questions of this, uh, let's say, decade about how do we battle and how do we fight uh, the carbon uh, mission we are having ahead of us, right? Uh, the climate change and um, what can we contribute as real estate industry to that and how to turn your portfolio into a carbon neutral portfolio, um, meeting the war for talents and ensuring you're having a resilient supply chain. These are the key questions Occupy are asking and we're discussing here at the Expo Real day to day actually. It certainly makes for an interesting decade, Martina, absolutely, that we've got in front of us right now. Um, thanks very much for joining us today. It's a pleasure, Russell.